Well, let's start off talking about the play that's going to be coming up, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Tell me a little bit about the play for those who aren't familiar with it. The play centers around J. Pierpont Finch, who starts out as a window washer and grows his way to the top of the worldwide wicket company until he ultimately becomes the chairman of the board by the end of the piece. And that centers in and around him and how his ascent to the top based upon a book that he's reading, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying, which is a real book. For this play, for those who may not be familiar with the Cranford Dramatic Club season, usually one of the plays each year is a musical, a musical comedy in many cases. That's the case with this, isn't it? They structure their season with two musicals and a play, and usually a children's piece and then a couple of special events. This is the closing musical for the season. This will close out the 2014-2015 season, and it is a musical comedy. And there's quite a large cast that's part of this, isn't it? There is. We have a cast of 23 really talented men and women from all over New Jersey and a couple from New York who are traveling in to rehearse with us and to do this wonderful piece of theater. As far as the music, is there a live orchestra or is it pre-recorded? There actually is a live orchestra, and that's interesting. It's scored originally for, I think, about a 23-piece orchestra, and our musical director, Jack Bender, has rescored the entire orchestration down to a seven-piece orchestra. He's using a four-piece saxophone section, a saxophone quartet, along with a piano, bass, and drums. So it's going to have a really interesting, unique sound. We're all really looking forward to it. We have our first orchestra rehearsal coming up on Sunday, and everyone's really excited to hear, I think including Jack, to hear it going live. So we're really excited about that. The setting for this is the 1960s, that's right? Yes, it is. It's the early 60s, right on the cusp from the 50s into the 60s. So we're not in the free love portion of the 60s yet, where women's lib started and the women's movement started. It's still very much uh, a piece of nostalgia. It's not quite the 50s uh, any longer, so there's a little bit more forward thinking, but it still has that 50s type of mentality. And this play may bring to mind some of the things that they saw on the TV show Mad Men, which at its beginning, took place in the 19, early 1960s. Obviously, that was not so much a comedy, more of a serious show. But are there some similarities in terms of the sensitivities to what's going on in the world at that time? There are. When I sat down with my designers, my lighting designer and my set designer and the costume people involved in the show and the rest of the production staff, we talked about what we wanted the design of the show to be. And we said that it should have a very Mad Men feel to it. However, it's got to be Mad Men with, with a twist. It's got to be Mad Men light or Mad Men comedic. Uh, style. So it's it's very much has that sensibility and that kind of costuming and that kind of look to what we're going for with the piece. But yes, it, it is very similar. This is going to have a number of performances. Tell me when it's going to be performed and how people who would like to come can get tickets. We are Fridays, Saturdays, and one Sunday. We open Friday, May 1st, and we run May 1st, 2nd, the 8th, 9th, and Sunday the 10th. And the 15th, 16th, Fridays and Saturdays are at 8 p.m. And the one Sunday performance is a matinee performance at 2 p.m. We are located at 78 Winans Avenue in Cranford, New Jersey. For ticket information, you can visit our website at www.cdctheater.org. Jeffrey, thank you so much. Thank you, Bernie. Hi, I'm Emily Greenberg, and I play Rosemary Pilkington. And I'm Shane Long, and I play J. Pierpont Finch. This play takes place in the early 1960s, a time obviously that was much different, but especially much different in terms of what the expectations were for women at the time who were in the workforce. Women were traditionally following career paths of nurses, mothers, secretaries, not so much going into corporate management as they are today. Playing these roles, you 
both are young enough that you don't remember a time when women had those quote-unquote more traditional roles that they had back in the 1960s. How does that inform the parts that you're playing? I think you're right that women were limited in their career choices at that time to secretaries and nurses and perhaps school teachers. And with Roseberry, I think that she is very taken with Finch right from the beginning of the play. And I think that her career path really is to find a husband, especially in Finch. And I think that she sees that right from the beginning. And that becomes her almost career throughout the entire production. And she falls in love. And instead of focusing on getting ahead in her business, she focuses on winning the love of the character of Pierpont. And Shane, this story revolves around a young man who is trying to advance into the world of business. He gets his advice from a book that he's reading about how to succeed in business. Before we started the interview, you had commented, in some ways, the way people advance in business is still the same in some respects as what it was like back then. Uh, tell me a little bit more about that, if you could. I think that Finch definitely makes his way through business. He knows nothing about business or the company that he's working for. He knows people instead and uses that to his advantage to advance through the company. Currently, even at my job, I know there's one person who I can say that can just do this every single day and just smile but has no idea what he's doing in his job. But he just moves up and up and up. And I, it means if you can do it, good for you. But if there are some people who you can't just like read a book and read this ridiculous book, obviously, that's giving you these ridiculous instructions on how to succeed in business. It basically just tells you to smile kind of schmooze up to people and you'll eventually get to be chairman of the board like this. So in certain ways, it still is similar, but I think, you know, nowadays, eventually you will hit a wall if you don't have the hard skills to kind of advance. You know, there's lots more technology that kind of gets in the way now. You can't, you know, manipulate an Excel spreadsheet. You're not going to go very far nowadays. Speaking of technology, what kind of technology were they using at that time in this play in terms of what they had in the office? We have notepads and pencils. We have some typewriters. That's pretty much it, I think. Some clipboards. It's pretty fancy. Oh, some adding machines. Yes, I do type on an adding machine. And as for the men, we don't really have to do it because we have the women to do it for us in the show. <laughs> they just they write down everything we say and type down everything we need them to type down. All we need to do is know how to formulate a sentence verbally. And sometimes they can even fix that for you, can't they? Exactly, yes. Is there anything that you've learned from this play that has applicability in your day-to-day real-world job, so to speak? No. No. I think if I brought any of this to my day-to-day, my, my real-world job, I wouldn't be there for very much longer. <laughs> and Emily, what attracted you to uh, being in this play? I've always loved the music. I've always loved the theater here. I've wanted to get back into being on stage for a bunch of years, and I had a New Year's resolution, so this was it, and I'm glad I made the decision to audition. Let's talk a little bit about the relationship between your two characters in the play. Shane, why don't you start off by telling me how you meet? Finch and Rosemary first meet on Finch's first day in the office. He's just bumped into the president of the company, who kind of tells him off and tells him, why do you think I have a personnel manager? Like, what are you talking to me for? So he goes and he's looking for the personnel manager um, and bumps into Rosemary and she kind of points him in the right direction and gives him some words of encouragement. There is a little spark right initially, I think at the beginning between them, Finch kind of pushes back away because he wants to succeed. He's here for a purpose. Gives this little speech about why he thinks that men shouldn't get involved with women when they're trying to rise in the world of business. Throughout the play, you know, she kind of wears him down a little bit. You know, she kind of like burrows her way into his heart eventually. Throughout the entire 
show, though, I think he is a bit resistant because he can see her as a, a distraction from what the goal he's trying to achieve. And Emily, from the woman's point of view, how do you see that relationship developing over the course of the play? So we do meet right at the beginning, and I think Rosemary is immediately struck by Finch. I think she thinks he is just the bee's knees right from the beginning. She thinks he's very handsome. I think she sees the potential in his success, and she sees how wonderful of a person and a professional he can be. And I think she thinks he's very smart and charming. And I think she um, is just very taken by him right from the beginning. And as the relationship progresses, I think that develops even more. And I think maybe his hard-to-get attitude kind of gets her going even a little bit more throughout the story. She makes a couple of jokes to her friend about how he he's just sort of difficult to rope in and they end up going on a date and that's equally frustrating um, and then throughout the show she continues to I don't know pursue him and eventually they connect and I think it's mutual at that point but Finch continues to rise in his success and I think that kind of overtakes his affections for Rosemary until he realizes that um, relationships and love and the real things in life are sort of the foundation of success and that kind of wins at the end. Emily, Shane, thank you both so much. All the best with the play. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.